Okay, go whenever you're ready. Hey, this is international bestseller Michael Brent Collings from bestsellerlife.com, and you are listening to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, reminding you to check out bestsellerlife.com, check out my books on Amazon, and become your own best story. Boom. I love it. (laughs) All right, let me hit stop. I'll be right back. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Dr. Jenny Quartano, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going? Going great. Thank you for having me today. Your hair's not all frizzy, so you didn't go to the beach yet. <laughs> no, no. Well, I've got this stick straight hair that looks like this no matter what. So I guess that's a blessing when you live in some place like Florida where it's humid all the time. Yeah. So I don't have that problem. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one thing I don't have to worry about, right? There you go. I don't count that blessing. You don't have so. to shop and you don't have to mess mm-hmm. with your hair. I know. Get I there. don't. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Excellent. So you are at alltogetherwellness.net. So talk a little bit about what you're most excited about today in your business and your life in general. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's such a fun, fun question to answer because we've been growing and serving more families, which is what excites me. So being able to help people find their village and find their health and, and overcome the obstacles that they're facing every day and not just survive, right? We find so many families who are just living, but they aren't really enjoying and thriving. And so our mission and our role is to change that. And we've been doing a lot of that lately. So that's fun. I love it. I, yeah. Get off the couch. <laughs> right, right. Just enjoy it. I don't want you to be tired and bored and just muddling through life. That's, right. That's not a way to live. No, so. get up, enjoy, yeah. move. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into this. This is Vroom Vroom Veer. So that means that we have to go back in time and talk yeah. about Jenny before she was Dr. Jenny. Okay. So where did you let's grow up? It. Did you grow up in Florida? No, I grew up in Wisconsin. Go that's Packers. Right. That's, that's right. about the only thing up there, but go Packers. Um, right. My, yeah. Enjoy football and not a lot of cold weather, which is how I ended up in Florida. So, Amen. So what yeah. part of Wisconsin did you grow up in? So actually just outside of Green Bay, one of the little oh, wow. towns right around the city. Yeah. So our claim to fame, my grandparents had season ticket holders. They were like one of the first people to have the ticket. So that's they've been passed down great. through generations. Yeah. So you might yeah. even know where I'm from. So that's a little scary. Where, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where maybe. is that? So have you ever heard of a small town called Menominee, Michigan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's mm-hmm. where people go to hunt deer and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> My brother actually went to school up in the Upper Peninsula, too. So oh, that's, we that's couldn't be crazy. more polar opposite. He was in like 20 feet of snow up in Marquette and mm, I was right. down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Good for you. Hey, yeah. you know, and you escaped Wisconsin. So that's great. I did. I did. Yeah. I told my mom when I was a teenager that I was going to live at the beach one day and she was like, mm-hmm, okay, sure. And right. then I finished grad school and took a job at the beach and she was like, wait, you are serious. You so. actually did it. Yeah. Every yeah. time I go home, I give all of my family grief and I don't let them whine about the, the weather because they're mm-hmm. choosing to live there. Yeah, true. You're true. free and you're, you're allowed to move. 
So if you I don't know. like it, leave. But you know, there are some really cool <laughs> things about up there oh, that great. I miss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I would never want to live there, but there are some cool things about it. It's a sure. great place to visit. And I always go in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. <laughs> yeah. Not after November. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that white stuff. No, I, no. I, in, in high school growing up, I would just, I just remember like hanging around, you know, and how those, the winters just seem like forever, especially mm-hmm. when you're a kid. And just looking around at the bleakness of the f- frozen tundra, and you're like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I know. And I mean, seasonal affect disorder is a real it's thing, a real right? Deal. Like, yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's good to be out. Yeah. So you grow up in Wisconsin yeah. and you decide to go to college and be a doctor right away, or how did that work out? I did. You know, oh, I was wow. one of those good kids that I think I knew from little on. I was going medical route. I actually decided that in middle middle school as well. I was a very opinionated child. Apparently I kept true to most of those things. Um, <laughs> Good for you. But I did. I jumped right in and finished college in three and a half years and went right into grad school. And wow. knew exactly that was the path I wanted to be on. But I've changed since then, right? So it's just a degree. It got me where I am, but I, I definitely do something a little different in my life to this point has definitely led me there. Yeah. So what was, where did you go to school? Did you go to school in Florida or? Yeah, no, actually. No. <laughs> so I went to University of Wisconsin for undergrad. Okay. Um, and then grad school at Mayo in Minnesota. And so okay. that's how I ended up in Florida. So they have a, if you're not familiar, they have a Florida branch of the, of the program or whatever. So Arizona, Florida, and Minnesota. So they sent me here in December to do a clinical. So I got here on like December 30th and was here through March and drove home in a literal snowstorm. Like, you know, the <laughs> cars in the ditch on either side of the road. And my boyfriend at the time said, why the hell does anybody live here? I was like, I don't you come back in August. Like, you yeah. know, and so, yeah, I went back for three months and finished school and turned right around and drove back to Florida. <laughs> and Florida's great. You know, I, I know Florida takes a lot of heat. Uh, yeah. for, you know, all the different reasons outside the fact that it is really super muggy all the time. It is pretty awesome. It is. And uh, and we're in Jacksonville. Yeah. I feel like it's a right. well-kept secret in terms of like, we're at the beach, we're kind of tucked away. We're not in Miami and all the crazy, right. although it's gotten crazy here too. But, um, yeah. Anywhere where there's nice weather, it's going to get crazy. I think it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the last couple of years, the political environment has only added to that. So it's been interesting. Sure. But, yeah. <laughs> you can't escape it. <laughs> nope. sure Go overseas, you know, right. maybe right. <laughs> Go live in Japan. That's awesome. Um, okay. So the big veer in your life is something went wrong when you, after you finished, uh, college and then you started your practice. So let's, let's get a little into that. No. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was really blessed. I moved into a medical system that was great. It was growing. I was serving people. I was learning a lot right out of grad school and I, I still am there a few hours a week, but, um, you know, through that experience. And I was super blessed to go from having a great experience as a clinician, being able to do a residency, managing a a large program at a really young age, and then being able to move over to um, the education side and continue to train people, which was my passion was to share and to grow. Um, Simultaneously was running through my own personal issues of I'm 28 years old. I feel like I'm 40. I'm gaining weight. I'm not sleeping. Like I'm having a terrible time at home. Like my now ex-husband and I were having all kinds of troubles and 
And, and I realized like, I've got to make some changes. Like this just isn't healthy. This isn't who I mm. want to be at, at 28. This isn't who I want to be at 50. Right. Um, and then simultaneously realizing this is the same situation or not same, but very similar with a lot of the families I was working with, right? We've got moms who are overwhelmed trying to juggle a household and a job and, and aren't taking care of themselves. And in turn, then aren't taking care of their families because they don't have the energy or the knowledge or the combination to do that. Right. And so my big swerve was really in that finding myself and finding my health and then okay. appreciating that I wanted to do that with more people. I get it. Yeah. So I went through something very similar. <laughs> so like, uh, I want to say like my late thirties, I noticed, I noticed things like, um, when I was hanging out with my buddies and we're all active duty and we're brewing beer, it takes a long time to brew beer as a hobby, by the way. So you right. got to stand there, right? I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to stand there <laughs> yeah, because my yeah. feet hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, it didn't really strike me until I went on this, like, uh, have you ever been to Portland, Oregon? I have not. It's it on is, my list, but I haven't been there. It is one of the best like public transportation cities. Yeah. Sure. Right. So you can go there and totally not rent a car, right? Mm-hmm. You can just walk to the train station, you can walk to the bus stop, and you're cool, right? Yep. I knew that going in there. And I went and did this like thing um with some friends. And uh as I'm walking around just to get to bus stop, train station, whatever, right? My feet are just, I can't do it. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? I'm not 80. There's something, right. you know. And right. Uh, so I went through like this whole like reimagining everything. It, it was really like, I would say it started with like cleaning up my diet a lot. Yeah. Right? yeah. Finding all the, the hidden sugar and every, everything, oh, all the and food. And it's in everything. It's all everything. the food. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about like your journey. As far as like, what, what, what did you go through? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like kind of backing up a step. The other frustrating part was I had been to the doctor, right? I'd been to both my primary care and my OBGYN and was like, I don't know. I'm just not myself. I mean, am I depressed? I don't think so. You know, Mm. am I this? They really didn't have any solutions for me. It was just kind of like, well, your labs look normal. Everything's fine you're good, but I didn't feel good. You know, I really didn't. I was like, I'm not fine. It's not fine. No, no. This is not 28. If this I'm is, a doctor. I, I know this. I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's um, great. And so, yeah. And so I had joined a gym actually with a friend who was just a few months postpartum and I felt like I was like barely keeping up with her. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to hold you back. I'm like, no, you're not. Mm, um, you right. know, so we started on this journey together, but really a couple months into that, they did a challenge at our gym. I thought, I'll bite. You know, this will be fun. It's a competition. There's some money involved, a little prize, right? So there was no, I mean, talk about cleaning up your diet. No gluten, no soy, no dairy, no sugar, no alcohol, no corn, no fun, right? Right. Like nothing fun. Wait, wait. For eight weeks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So much so that I did a retreat for work during that time. We had a management retreat and they said any dietary restrictions. And I said, no gluten, no soy, no dairy, no sugar, no corn. And they said, we just got you your own sweet, bring your own food. And I was like, yeah, okay. So um, yeah, I mean, I think going through that whole process of changing my diet was huge. Um, there was a requirement to work out every day, which again, 
doesn't sound that big of a deal, but when you actually commit to doing it, there's no days to like sit on the couch and say, I can't, even if that meant a walk, even if I wasn't feeling like, wow, you know, I, I needed to do something. I had to do something. This is okay. part of the challenge. Right. Wow. Uh, and I, I'm a little competitive. So there was that. <laughs> um, you had to sleep eight hours every night. So there was no like working wow, late. I'll do it okay. tomorrow. Good. You're hitting all yeah, the I'm, points here. I'm right. And, and that was the thing, right? At the time I didn't realize lifestyle medicine, this is what I practice now, but I wasn't at the time putting that all together. Um, there was wow. meditation. You had okay. to do that every day. Wow. So some component of meditation and stretching. Um, and you could combine those, but like they had to be done. And there was a couple of other things, but basically hitting all the high points, like stress mm. management, sleep, like sleep, diet, sleep, activity. diet is huge right. moving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All the things. And so two months of that. And I was like a whole new person. I had lost a ton of weight inches, but more so I had my energy back. I was sleeping phenomenally. I mm. was working out every day. I was crushing my workouts. And, and so it was just very eye-opening to me that like, I knew this stuff mattered, right? I had my doctorate. I know that matters, but it didn't really resonate with me just how that mattered until I went through it. And yeah. so that was it. That was the kicker. I wanted to make sure everybody knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So like, I think I went through so many different things. I think the, the real big deal for me was probably the diet piece. Yeah. Right. So sure. it's like, you, you just try to like, I would, I, unfortunately I didn't do any sort of challenge. The only challenge yeah. I did was I tried to do, what did I do? I saw this movie called a uh, fat, fat, lazy and nearly dead or something like this okay. Australian guy. Okay. Yeah, it was on, it was, it was a documentary, it was this rich mm -hmm. Australian dude, right? Mm -hmm. It was like fat, sick and nearly dead or something like that. But you can go find it. it it's kind okay. of kind of silly and dated at this point. But the gist of it was was he was drinking nothing but juiced vegetables and fruits. Okay. Okay. For, and so his recommendation was just do that, you know, go on like yeah. a juice reboot. Okay. Okay. So I don't think the juice is really all that smart in the end. <laughs> Because you're losing all the fiber, right? I, right. I switched to right. smoothies, right? Okay. Um, all right. But it was a good sort of like what they say. It's just like a reboot, right? It's a reboot. Right. right. While yeah. you're doing this juice thing, I'm not eating like all the sugar and all the crap and all the junk food, right? Right. So, right. And finding like where sugar is hiding, it's like oh, literally everywhere. everywhere. Literally mm -hmm. everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, I went and yep. like looked at Starbucks and I was like, is there anything I Black can eat here? <laughs> I was like, maybe that meat and cheese thing, but probably maybe not. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, okay. So, so you feel better. I feel fantastic. Right. And I have since, I mean, I've, that is right. many, many years ago at this point. Right. 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 But then really taking that, I was, I was appreciating the time I was in a role where I was educating other clinicians, right? And, and the stress they were going through for this intense program and the outcomes of, you know, not sleeping well and being stressed. And yes, you can do anything for a short amount of time, but I was like, this isn't healthy either, right? Like I want to be somewhere where I can help people be healthy, live their best lives, right? I think this builds on itself. And thankfully I found this in my twenties, you found it in your thirties, mm. I look at my parents' generation, they haven't found it yet, you know? No. And so I want to change that for generations to come. I look at my own three-year-old and, and the things he enjoys that 
you know, my parents did the best with what they knew. Right. But I want to, I want to do it different and I want to be able to do that for families too. Right. Yeah. I take a lot of grief. Like I think like generally people out there that like are still, you know, doing standard American diet lifestyle is what I like to call it. If right. you, if they see you drinking something like a green smoothie, they think you're a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't even taste bad, you know? And, no. And I've come to just think, you know, I will educate anybody who wants to know about it, but exactly. the people who are just going to call me a weirdo, like, that's okay. That's okay. You do you. Exactly. Come see me in 10 years. That's right. That's, right. That's right. When you're so miserable, you don't know what else to do. Come see me. It's sad. Um, it is. It's it is. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and what's wild is coming from a healthcare background myself, the biggest patient population I have right now is other healthcare workers, right? Especially mm. with the season we went through in COVID and the intense stress and the psychological component that went along with that paired with, you know, whether you're talking about nursing or therapy, I think they're most of the day run, run, run from patient to patient. Stress level is here. Right. Eating is here, right? Right. And maybe they've not used the bathroom all day because that's what that environment allows. And they're like, I don't know why I've got all these problems. I'm like, I do. You know, I can, <laughs> I can tell you exactly what's wrong. Right. Um, so being able to change healthcare through the changes for these folks, right? As you learn, you do better with your client. Too. Mm, mm. Yeah. And I think probably as a group, now you brought it up. So I'll ask uh-huh. a question, right? Yep. Like as a group, I think healthcare people in general, not great at self-care. No, not at all. <laughs> not great at self-care, not right. great at being healthy, right? Like we right. we're great on the medical side of things and we're great at taking care of other people. I think we absorb a lot of that, right? And mm. so I think that's a, a bigger issue too, is there, there are so many feelers in that group, right? That they take home the stress of every day and stress of right. the healthcare environment and, and they're sick. They're sicker than their patients sometimes, yeah. but they keep going every day. And yeah. so, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sure. so what sorts of things instead of like, I know you've got this practice and you've got like a, a whole bunch of PTs and other sorts. So let's talk a little bit about like the village that is your practice because yeah. it's amazing. Like you got like yoga instructors, yeah. you know, lots Love of PTs. Yeah. yeah, me too. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my vision really was to create a place where, you know, I, I came from a background as a pediatric therapist, right? So I was working with kids and being in the home, realizing if mom wasn't thriving, nobody was thriving. These things weren't happening. The kids weren't getting better. There wasn't therapy being done. They were eating poorly, not on a routine and everything else. And so being able to bring that all under one roof to not only help the kids, but be able to help the moms. I was doing so much coaching Mm, in my sessions um, (laughs) because, because that was important for the child's outcome, right? And for them to be able to grow and learn and do the things they were doing. The reality was so much of it was addressing the parents and the habits that they had, whether those were the habits in the kitchen of what they Mm. were serving or the habits of just picking their child up and doing it for them when their child really needs to practice, right? And so... All of those things were were part of what I was doing. And so my vision was to create a bigger team to offer a bigger space to do more of that, right. to change health for generations to come. I mean, I just think we need a village. And right now we've got a lot of village idiots. Like you don't want that person helping you. You want the team that knows and the outcomes you're looking for. So. Yeah. So yeah. I can tell a story. So like I did uh, <laughs> massage school after I retired from the Air Force. Okay. So after I learned how to do Swedish and shiatsu, 
I yeah. took a couple of months off and then I went back and there was this more clinical version. Okay. And it was about eight months and it was all about like neuromuscular therapy. So like yeah. trigger point therapy, right? Sure. And that at, at the end of it, right, they would teach you how to do these sort of like assessments, like, right? So somebody comes mm-hmm. in and says, it hurts here, right? And then yeah. you would go walk them through these sort of like movements and tests and things like that. And then write things down and then say, okay, I'm making a list of maybe possible muscles that might be involved that might need therapy, right? Turns out okay. this job does not exist for a massage therapist. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like a PT. I think it's very right. interesting, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So as a massage therapist, you, there's no place that you can do that job. Maybe mm-hmm. I've heard that like, you know, those pain clinics that basically just focus uh-huh. on car wrecks and stuff. Yep. Yep. So they'll have like MTs too. Mm-hmm. And those MTs will learn some of the schools that the Kairos go to. Yeah. Right. So they'll maybe learn the thing that the Cairo knows how to do, but he can't say you're doing it because <laughs> right. only Kairos right. can do that. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> totally. Active, active, active release technique or whatever they call yes. it. Right. Yep. But that's kind of what we were doing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I took that and then I also at the same time was doing yoga. Okay. And my yoga instructor was big into this thing called yoga tune up. So okay. yoga tune up is all about getting these different like tools. Most of them are slightly squishy um, balls, kind of okay. like a lacrosse ball, but squishier of different okay. sizes and different squishiness. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you take that, right, and then map mm-hmm. it to what I learned in massage school, you can, like, figure out, okay, this is piriformis, right? Yeah, I, sure. I, I, need, I know where I need to put my alpha ball to find mm-hmm. my piriformis, and that'll help my, uh, my lower back pain, right? Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. So, I went through that whole thing. So, now when things hurt, yeah. I, at least I know what to do. Yeah. It's amazing. And that's empowering, right? It is. You aren't going to be in pain. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to go see somebody. You're well, like, I'm I can still going to be in pain. Well, what well I, okay, fair. Yeah. So like I still, it's mostly what it comes down to is like, I just went through like the worst. It was multi-week hip pain. Hmm. Like, okay. So usually hip pain means I need new shoes. Okay. Right. So like, because of my walking pattern and we walk a lot, that's our thing. Mm -hmm. That's my Mm -hmm. jam. As soon as one heel is a little bit lower than the other heel, then that hip hurts. Right. Okay. So throw away those shoes, but I already hurt. So now I have to, and I always, I, I, I don't know if you do this, but whenever I do therapy on myself, I go way too hard and then I'm done for like a week. (laughs) Yeah. I can appreciate that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing I haven't learned not to do yet. I always go way too hard. But can you get your shoes on Amazon? Wow. I wish I could. No. Okay. <laughs> Send me a link. I know, right? <laughs> I've, I, I've gotten addicted to uh, Under Armour shoes. Okay. So we buy a good brand. all of my yeah. shoes at Under Armour uh, outlet store and we wait. Okay. There's uh, two 50% off sales a year. Yeah. Fourth of July and Christmas. So nice. Yes. So I just bought five new pairs of shoes. <laughs> so you're good for a while. I'm good for a while. Yes. Yes. I swap them out okay. every six months or so. 
Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, yeah. no, because you're right, though. And and if you could figure that out, then you could get ahead of that pain and yes. swap them out beforehand. Yeah. So, so are you doing like that sort of thing for yourself? Because oh, you're you not know, a PT, right? <laughs> right? Well, I'm. I am. Oh, okay. um, I, I am. Yeah. Yep. So that's my that background, part. actually. Yep. Sorry. Um, no. Oh, no. So I'm I, sorry. I went to school for PT. So okay. that's where my doctorate is in. It's physical therapy. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. And so no, I mean, but but I actually had a PT appointment this afternoon for oh, myself right. because there's only so many things you can reach, right? And I get to a certain point and I call a friend because I know better, right? I, <laughs> Smart. I need to stay ahead of <laughs> those things. And yeah. when it starts to bother me, I need to get in and take care of it because otherwise it does set me back. And, right. and so, yeah, we do all the things to prevent that. But then there's still times where you need to have those experts on call. And that's part of right. kind of coming back to our initial conversation, having everybody under one roof. You know, I had a mom in a few weeks ago and she was like, hey, I need to make an appointment to talk with you about the functional medicine side of things. And also my son needs speech. Do you have any openings? And I was like, yes, oh, this wow. is why. Because moms don't take care of themselves when it's not all under one roof. And I'm like, yep, we can do both of those. So oh, that's awesome. being able to to serve that is is huge. So you do like childhood speech pathology therapy kind of thing? <clears throat> yeah. So most of my team, as you were looking at, most of my PTs, OTs, and speech therapists work with kids. Okay. And then I have a dietitian, a PT who specializes in pelvic health for moms, but does oh, a lot wow. of orthopedic stuff as well. Yeah. Um, and then my own, you know, jumping kind of from PT, and I think these blend really nicely hand in hand, but working more in health coaching and functional medicine. So getting to that root cause of why do you feel that way and what does your diet look like? How are you sleeping? And then if we need to look at, you know, deeper dive into labs and things to support that, we can do that too. But I mean, like the, when, when you started out, you said something yeah. like, it's all the same thing. It's not really all the same thing, but like, they're all connected, right? So like, yeah. as soon as you start sleeping better, mm-hmm. that gives you a little bit more bandwidth. You start like Absolutely. drinking less booze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's like the big thing. Like if, right. if, if you're drinking like on a, like even a, like a beer a day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like too much. You know? It is. <laughs> well, and, and why, right? Like, are you drinking it because you truly enjoy it? Because most people aren't. They're drinking it because they're trying to sleep better, which it doesn't, doesn't actually help. improve right. your sleep, right. right? Trashes your sleep, um, yes. Right, yeah, You're trying totally. to relax, or right? They're it's, socially, yeah, socially stressed. And so right. they're looking for a way to cope with that. Or you want a party, right? You want yep. a party, right? You yep. want to find that Friday feeling. Yep, right? yep. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, I think that that's a lot of it, right? Is getting to the why and what is a serving you? Because yeah. it's not serving you most of the time. Um, but what are you trying to fill and how can we find a better way to do that? You know, I think it's interesting the um, the numbers, the correlation between, for example, postpartum depression and sleep are huge. And so, you know, there's so many opinions out there about like, should you sleep with your kids? Should you not? And at the end of the day, it's so personalized and, and moms never, nobody ever asks like, well, how are you sleeping? Like that never comes up until we say like, hold on. Your health is important too. You can't totally. take care of this child right. if you're not taking care of yourself. And so I think there's just so many, there's so many systems that work in silos, right? The, mm. the OBGYN isn't going to talk about how your child's developing. The child's development person isn't going to talk about how your health is impacting that. And so we kind of just bring it all together for our families. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's, let's see what else we can get into here because I saw mm-hmm. on your webpage, like, are you actually doing DNA sort of like testing at all? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I do. I do. So, um, I love that stuff, right? Uh, Um, That's going to be like the the next thing I think. It is. is, Yeah. yeah. So, um, I nerded out and I'm a never ending learner. So after I went down this path myself of, I want to help people and I want to help people find this like root cause of what's going on. I jumped into functional medicine. So I went through a training program to specialize in that. And so functional medicine would be getting to the root cause of what's going on. And it really integrates a lot of the lifestyle pieces. Right. But we also take a look at how genetics and what we call epigenetics, like how your genetics are influenced by your environment. Okay. Um, So what are you doing that's influencing your genetics and what do your genetics look like? Okay. Um, That's a big component of it as well. And so I love to look at people's genetics and say, okay, well, you know, you're predisposed to this. And so therefore we should do these things. Um, And so they've come out with some really cool tests now. We can do certainly a bigger global tech test, but there's so much in genetics. So a lot of times I'll do that for a specific population. Um, There's a test for working with women who are pregnant. So are you more likely to have gestational diabetes? Are you more likely to have preterm labor or those kinds of things? And then we can look Uh, at uh, what are the recommendations based on your genetics that we can implement now so that you don't have these problems happen. Yeah. It's sort of like, okay, so like it's already known, like if a certain like marker Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Like, it's sort of like it gives you a little bit more of a, a map. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, and awesome. and so we can head <laughs> off a lot of problems, right? right. Instead yeah. of waiting until you're in the situation where you're having preeclampsia or whatever, right? And you're right. up in the hospital and having this baby early, we can mitigate that and keep you healthy and keep right. your baby healthy by kind of following this roadmap and using your genetics as a guide. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about like just movement in general, like what yeah. you do and like, I know there's like, there's yoga, right? Yeah. I like walking, you know? Yeah. And then I also sure. like to have like a little bit of like, I play with kettlebells in my patio. Uh, okay. But not a lot, you know? I, okay. I think something is always better than nothing, right? Absolutely. Right. So yeah. I got like a 25 and a no, a 35 and a 50, I think. Okay. Right. So that's yeah. fine. If I got like a couple more, my wife could play along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So like, I love that. what sorts of things do you recommend for yeah. your people as far as like movement goes? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as a PT, generally I exercise is whatever you enjoy, right? So if that's dance, Amen. get out and yes. dance. Yeah. I mean, Move. Right. Exactly. And movement is so important for our body's detox processes, for Mm. getting rid of the junk that we're going to interact with anyway, whether you've got a clean diet or not. Right. So I'm a huge on sweat, move, like get going, do something every day. Um, Beyond that, you know, there are certain things for certain populations. So I think muscle training, any sort of strength training, right? Gaining muscle is huge for women because they tend to start losing muscle because of hormone issues. So whatever we can do to maintain that is going right. to help them long-term with osteoporosis, with hormone yeah. issues, with all of that. Right. So I'm big Bone on incorporating some, exactly, yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. So some sort of strength training is, is really important, especially for women, but you know, they don't always start there and that's okay. Right. I think movement, yeah. let's start with moving. Um, that's huge. And then the other side of that, I think is so many 
women who come to us might be overtraining, right? They are totally trying to lose weight. And so now I'm working out twice a day and I've cut myself down to 1100 calories. And it's like, okay, well, your body's gone into survival mode and it's not letting go of a single thing. So (laughs) you've got to tone it down. Um, Right now your adrenals are failing and your hair is falling out and like we've created all kinds of other problems. And so, um, so I think, you know, being able to tailor that to that individual. So we do a restorative yoga at our office because it's much more gentle. It's really designed to help with sleep. I love it for sleep. Um, so we do that a couple of times a month as well. And, and again, I think it just is so personalized for me personally. I go to a CrossFit style gym. I like the high intensity workouts. Ooh, okay. I like lifting weights. I think that's fun. If it's a running day, you might catch me skipping. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't love it. I have I have no love for running. And so I, I do I it running. because it's important. Yeah. yeah. I don't like, um, I walk. I, I would yeah. rather walk up a hill. Yeah. You me know? too. Right. Twice. Yeah. You for know, sure. You know, just do up downs. <laughs> I do like yeah. I, I, my whole neighborhood is the side of a mountain, right? Okay. If I there want a little bit more, you know, uh, what do they call it? Zone two. I'll, yeah. I'll do some up downs. I, yeah. I walk up this hill. I walk down this hill. I walk up this yep. hill. <laughs> At least I'm getting some sun. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think that's another important piece is get outside, right? It is. It's huge. Yeah. 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 So like I've got this uh, song that I won't like uh, brutalize you with, but kettlebells and sunshine always helps you sleep. (laughs) Well, that's funny. I like that. I think that might be my new one. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. It's it's kettlebells and sunshine always helps you sleep. There you go. So, it's true though. <laughs> it is true. It is true. So I okay. Like it. So like when you get into diet with people, mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. like a starting point, or are you just sort of like just like clean, or where where do you start yeah. with with? Yeah, nutrition? that's a great question. Yeah. You know, so a lot of my folks who are coming to me have come to me with a, a series of of problems, right? Whatever that's right. gotten them there, whether that's gut health kind of issues. So they've already got symptoms. And they've already got symptoms usually when they're coming to me. Um, so a lot of times <laughs> we'll start with eliminating, like you talked about, you know, getting okay. rid of the big triggers, the gluten, the dairy, the sugar for a period of time, going back to whole foods, clean eating. Right. But again, that depends on the individual. You know, some people say, I can't do that. It's like, okay, what can you do? Let's start there. Or right. work with a lot of kids, you know, in my, mm. I've had women say like, my son's not giving up his chicken nuggets. That's like, okay, let's find a better chicken nugget, you know? Um, <laughs> right. So I think it's all about meeting people where they're at, but totally. usually we're starting with cleaning out the junk in there to see how that impacts the rest of your health. Because so right. many times the symptoms come back to that gut health. And if you're not eating the right things and you're putting in things that are creating an inflammatory situation, mm. it's not going to get any better. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Sugar is just awful. Oh my God. It is. And yeah. it is in everything. Like you yeah. said it, yeah, you, yeah. it's unbelievable. I mean, actually yogurt and salad dressings, I think are two that like people just don't, don't assume how bad they are for you, right. but they're so bad. Well, I've, uh, so is there sugar and now I have to go look cause you made me think. So, uh-huh. you know, I, is it always like the yogurt with fruit in it? that has most of the sugar or is it all of it? Oh, almost see, all of it. I learned yeah. something. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. You'll have to go look. Now um, I gotta so go it depends, look. right? If you're a Greek yogurt eater, that's pretty good. There's yeah, we're on Greek in. and we're whole, okay, so you, whole milk Greek is what I, okay. I don't right. know. If you're it's probably doing okay. You're doing better than most. Okay. Sure. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, so most, I mean, so yogurt, you think about it, it's cultured with bacteria, right? That's right. how they create it. And right. so bacteria feeds on sugar. So there's going to be that's some right. 
sugar component in there. You need some, the, some, some residual some sugar. Food. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because so you're going to get some related to that. Right. But the problem is, you know, most of them have 19, 20 grams. Now you've just added four or five tablespoons or teaspoons of added sugar to your little yogurt. It's like <laughs> you aren't doing yourself any favors. You might as well just go grab a Snickers. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And getting off of sugar, I think, was probably oh. like the thing that added the most bandwidth in my brain, if sure. that makes any sort of sense. Yeah. Sure so, does. like, when I think about like other people trying to deal with life, Rel- mm-hmm. relative to me. Okay. So I'm like retired and have nothing to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have all the bandwidth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Very few people are retired with nothing to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like I, when I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's super easy for me to just sleep in a couple of extra hours, but most people are on a clock and I, I, can't do that. I yeah. live there for a long time. Sure. Right. So how do you address those sort of like, like exact, I don't know, what do you even call that? Like lifestyle changes, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, and I know so, it's tough. Right, it is tough. Well, yeah. and so part of it is, is most of the clients who are coming to us have gotten so tired of feeling the way they feel that they're willing to do whatever it takes. Okay. That said, we still do a very... It's almost like what you can do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What do you have control over? Right. right there right. are certain things you can't control. Yeah. Um, but we work with them on a program. Like it is a 16 week intensive program because oh, it is wow. hard. Yeah. And having people, <laughs> right. So sending somebody away and saying, Oh, do this. You'll be fine. Most people won't stick with it because it's hard. Yeah. It's not how the rest of your household functions. It's right. not, you know, and, and then you're like, I'm miserable. Right. Cause going through that detox period where you get off totally. the sugar is yes. hard. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. And so people are like, why should I quit? This isn't any fun when right. you can't see what's on the other side of it. Uh, right. I so. went through that. What do they call that? Like detox flu? Is that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's, there's a couple different terms for it, but that's one. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel like you're hung over all the time. All the time. Yeah. And days five to seven, if you're deciding maybe I'm going to give up sugar after you're listening to this, days five to seven tend to be the worst, right? So you're going to feel right. really crappy. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay. It's literally like you have a flu. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or and a hangover. Is, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing I tell people is make sure that you're doing this in a time period where you can do it. Right. So prep right. your house. Right. Because it's really easy when you feel that crappy to go back to what feels comfortable. But also maybe wait until days five to seven are going to fall on the weekend and you can relax a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Time or, that out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. Idea. Don't don't put yourself in a situation where you've got a big presentation at work and you feel your worst. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> Benefit that, so. five to seven. I had a friend yeah. while we were still active duty was doing uh, uh, one of those fasts mm-hmm. at work. You know, all he was drinking was like the lemon juice and cayenne pepper and water. Right, right. You yeah. know that one, right? And I was like, <laughs> are you really doing this at work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'd love to say I'm smarter than that. But last year I decided, could I try just about everything that you comes out, right? Like, I, yes. Yeah, you've got to. And if you're going right. to recommend it for somebody else, you should probably try it yourself. So um, I did a, a fast. Uh, it was like a 10-day fast. But I started it on like right off. My son was sick. My husband had been sick. I, I had been a little sick. Mm. Day three, I like fell hard. I got so sick because <laughs> my body had nothing to fight with that I was yeah. like, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, you're an idiot. And I would have told you you were an idiot if you came to me. But instead, you did this on your own because you think you're resilient. So right. I'd love to to laugh at your friend, but I've, I've been there. So. 
what I've have you experimented at all with like uh, intermittent fasting where you just sort of like skip breakfast yeah. a little bit or something? Yeah, yeah. So I I have a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, and I think like like I said, for I work a lot with women. So the interesting thing is most of the research that's been done so far has been done with men, and it is with uh, most of the hormones things. So. I would That's say that's a really women, big conversation that you just brought up there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We could talk for another hour. Um, right. <laughs> I know. So, so I think it's really important, and, that, and that's part of why we do what we do, right? Is we're so women focused. But um, I, you know, for most women who are pre-menopause, it's not a great idea. And so I've okay. I've experimented with it a little bit, but I think if if people are interested in it, longer windows, right? So I, you know, and here's the other thing: I did it with my husband. Mm. We both did a, a 16-hour fast and eight-hour eating. He dropped weight like that. I didn't change anything. I was just hungry and miserable. Right, so I right. think, yep. you know, that's the other frustrating part. Men and women are different, like, you know. Yeah, we are. Hugely we are. different. And it's, yeah. And <laughs> Hormonally and everything. Yeah. Everything, right? Yeah. But um, especially prior to menopause, um, I would say longer windows and my dietitian preaches on this a lot. The You know, like a 10-hour eating window or even a 12-hour eating window, which is pretty easy to do. Yeah. Is a much safer one to to manage our hormones, especially when people are having other struggles, whether that's weight or hormones or other things too. When I first yeah. tried it, I thought it was pretty easy not to eat breakfast. Right? Yeah. You just yep. go to work. I still drank coffee. Sure. If I felt hangover, I would have my electrolyte salt thing. Yeah. Right. And then yep. um, I would eat lunch at like yep. 1230, you know, mm-hmm. and what I really found is way better than that was there was, uh, I think it was uh, Dr. Peter Atia. He, mm-hmm. he talked about just have a keto-esque breakfast. Yes. Right? And yeah. then that way you maintain ketosis. For longer. For longer, but you've yeah. had food. <laughs> yeah, yes, totally. <laughs> so it's the, you don't get that sort of like, blah. Yeah. And, and if you get to that blah, then you're really, you know, that cheeseburger looks way better. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think that's one of the mistakes people make, right? Whether you're talking about like an intermittent fasting like that, or sometimes people will do like an every other day fast. That's another Mm. route I've seen is, is they're so hungry when they go to eat, they eat like everything. And it's like your body reacts, right? Like you're like, now I just had donuts and, you know, McDonald's and whatever else. Like you're not doing yourself any favors, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) At 10 a.m. Um, because, yeah. And so I think that's the other side of it is like, if you're going to do that, it's not an excuse to like eat whatever you want in that eight or 12 hours. It's you right. have to eat within the scope of whatever you're trying to achieve. Yeah. For your body. I, yeah. I, I did um, the Tim Ferriss uh, four hour body, right? Okay. And mm-hmm. he talks about how, like, hey, I think in, in paragraph one, he'll say, you get a cheat day, right? Yeah. And, and on cheat day, you can eat anything you want, right? And then two pages later, he says, here's how to mitigate your cheat days. And I'm like, screw yes. you. You just told me I could eat anything I want. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yep. it took me a long time, but I decided to go ahead and try to mitigate a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I really do. And insti- I still enjoy all, all cheat meals as as much as you possible. should. Yeah. You absolutely yeah, you should. Totally. You know, and I, I'm a big firm believer in that too. So you asked about like, where do we start? We might start with this restriction, but it is supposed to be temporary. And then you right. start reintroducing things because you should enjoy food. I mean, I, I think enjoy it's such life. a, yes. yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, there are things that I've cut out of my diet because I know they don't serve me and my body well, but that doesn't mean I don't ever have them or that I'm, 
meticulous and right. like this a hundred percent of the time. Right. So, so where are you on like protein shakes? Are, are those still a thing or not? Oh, you know, I, <laughs> I'm kind of, I don't know anymore because it's, yeah. it, it's, it's almost like if you're not working out like a lot, you don't really yeah. need it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think the hard part is right. We still live in this society where everything moves at this pace. Right. And so to have enough foods with enough protein in them, especially for women, and, you know, we talked about the importance okay. of muscle mass and things right. like that. Right blood sugar regulation. There's so many values to having enough protein okay. that I would say I'm not opposed to them as something to supplement to make sure you're getting enough protein in your in your day in order to maintain those health goals, but also to keep you from reaching for that sugary snack at three o'clock because you're crashing, right? So right. if you get enough protein, you'll stabilize longer. So I'm I'm careful about what protein. Uh, I'm, yeah, totally. You know, particularly, um, Most, you know, a for lot me, of them are I don't. Junk. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So right. picking out a really good protein for you that's going to meet your health goals and meet your needs. I don't and do a lot of dairy. Done, you've already right. done a DNA screen, so maybe that. Yeah. Might. So you know that. Yeah. I mean, actually, so it's funny. I found out when I did my own genetics that, like, and no surprise, I don't handle dairy well, and I've known this. But I'm a Wisconsin girl, right? Like, I grew up on dairy. <laughs> you and can't so not I eat was, cheese. I can't not eat cheese, right? right. And so I had gone through a, a thing when I had my son, actually. He didn't tolerate dairy. And then I found out and giving it up for him that I didn't either. And the results that I had were remarkable. And I already knew that, but it just solidified for me. And so, yeah, genetically, I know that's not something I process well. And so I'm selective. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't do even whey protein, which for most people who don't tolerate dairy, that's okay. But, right. you know, you've got to be intentional about what you include, whether that's health products or not. Um, they have to serve you. So, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. where, where are you on greens? Are you a big greens person or not? I, you know, I think there are so many good qualities of greens. I would love to tell you I eat them every day. Actually, my <laughs> dietitian lives like five houses down and she grows her own. So when they show yeah. up on my front porch, I eat them every day. They're so good. <laughs> um, but like, am I the one who cooks them every night? No, okay. no. I throw them in my smoothie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, what I, I do. I'm getting yeah. better about it, right? And I, right. I'm trying to find ways to incorporate them more because I know how good they are for me. Right. But again, I, I'm also the person who lives in this society where we're running from place to place and yeah, yeah. baking them and creating them and making sure they're good for me. I don't have as many as I should, but I think they're probably in the top 10 foods we should all have. Yeah. So I don't, I hung out with a bunch of like raw vegans for a oh, long yeah? time. Right. Okay. So raw vegans are like, I'm not raw and I'm not a vegan, but some of their uh -huh. food is amazing. Right? Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So they got in me into this whole like green smoothies are awesome. And yeah. I had to agree, right? So I yeah. kind of got addicted to green smoothies. Yeah. So yeah, we just make like a blender a week. And yeah. that makes like four little, they're not quartz, but they kind of look like miniature quartz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Perfect little, yeah, I love and that. Then, yeah, that's just like, that lasts a week, right? So it's yeah. like yogurt, green smoothie with coffee, and then maybe yeah. the little keto breakfast. Perfect. It's, well... Uh, it's, I mean, it, it's what well, I let can me, do. It's, <laughs> it's I was going to say, it's excellent, right? Like yes. it's, you know, it's better than driving through McDonald's on the way to work or even Starbucks Ugh. where you're going to yeah. get a bunch of crap, right? <laughs> right? So I think if you can do something that you prepare ahead of time, it's re me meeting those health goals, getting yeah. your nutrients in, yeah. that's huge. And when I go visit my family, uh, that's the mm. first thing we do. It's like, we have yeah. to go shopping for the smoothie ingredients, Okay. I like that. I love that. It's great. Yeah. Yes. I usually do, I said, you know, this morning I had one with berries, 
I actually throw cauliflower, frozen cauliflower wow. in there if you've never done that. Okay, I've never um, tried cauliflower in a smoothie. It creates, it like rice cauliflower will just make it creamy. You don't taste the cauliflower. Oh, nice. And it's it's Am frozen, I, so it adds some cool That might know, be texture. a good replacement for a banana. Yeah, sometimes banana, I do both. Uh, well, bana- it's almost like you don't want to have a smoothie without a banana. Yeah. Yeah. Because the banana just gives you the, it gets you over the hump. It's either yeah. going to be a banana or too much peanut butter. <laughs> right. Fair enough. You need something to Fair like, enough. make it not Entice taste like you. grass. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can appreciate that. Yep. But I also so, yeah, put I like a scoop of protein shake in there too. Yeah. Which is that, sweet. I, yeah. Very similar. And then right. I add the, the, the um, cauliflower. So yeah. mine is like kale. It's supposed to be kale charred spinach. Okay. So these uh, these are variable. So uh-huh. the, not every smooth it's it's like oh we forgot kale double the spinach. You know, just right. make it easy. Whatever yep. whatever's totally. in there is better than McDonald's. <laughs> yes. So exactly. But it's like it's carrots, tomatoes, blueberry, avocado, protein shake, uh what else? Water, of course. Banana, kale, spinach, chard. Chard doesn't stay good. So we quit chard. No. It, I was going to say, I can't icky. imagine that in a smoothie. Yeah. It tastes good. It, yeah. It's just, it, it, it won't even last a week Extra. in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. But kale stays forever and you can get frozen spinach. So anyway. Yeah. All the little things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Doctor- and it's just that journey to, to better health, right? Right. Like there's little things. If you make one small change every week. You'll be well on your way. To me, I, it's easier for me to eat or drink a, a smoothie than uh, make a salad. Yes. Yeah. Right. I can buy that. I used yeah. to like actually take a salad and dump it back into the blender and throw a smoothie in there and just make a bigger smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little weird. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoy salads, but I don't like preparing them. So if, well, if everything shows up in my house ready to go, I'm like, this is the best salad ever. Right. So Trader yeah. Joe's has like these really great pre-made salads that I was addicted yeah. to forever, but they're expensive and they keep going yeah. up. So it's right. like you're paying like more than $5 or $7 no. for a salad yeah. that you can make at home for, you know, really cheap. So exactly. anyway, and then yeah. like I, my, my jaw got really sore. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Munching all that damn salad. And And, right, right. Yeah. (laughs) Chewing and chewing and chewing. Make the blender do it. There you go. Dr. Jenny at altogetherwellness.net. This has been a blast. Talk a little bit about how people can best get in touch with you and learn about how to join your village. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that. In Jacksonville, Florida. So I will say our functional medicine programs, our dietitian, and, you know, any of our coaching programs, we will see people anywhere. So if you've got Global. internet and you're listening to this, find us online, www.altogetherwellness.net. Um, and we have a place there you can book a call with us. We can talk a little bit about what your goals are, whether that's, you know, hormonal issues or you want to find out more about your genetics or we can coach you and help you on how to just create that better, healthier family unit through our um, village. Then we are happy to do that. So thank you. This has been a blast. Thank you. It has been. Thank you for having us. What about uh, Jordan Love? Is he going to do really well? Oh, you know, <laughs> I hope so. But, you know, I, I will say it was so it was time for us to make a change. But it's hard to go from having some really good seasons to, to having some rebuilding years. You so. never know. I know. Well, especially I'm married to a Giants fan. So, you know, I never hear the end of it when we have a worse year than that. Oh, so, Giants fan. And now Rogers is on the Jets. 
I know. That's going to be weird for you. I know. <laughs> Is that You remember when Favre went to the Jets and then the Vikings? The Jets and then Minnesota. Yeah, that was real big. It was like, crazy. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then I wanted to watch Favre more because I didn't care if he won or lost. True. So that's what we get to look forward to. You can watch Rodgers and not, not give a care. shit whether yep. he loses. That's I like right. that thinking. <laughs> yeah. For sure. He's still fun to watch. That is true. Yeah. And now even more fun because I've been go. in the game. That's so. right. I love it. All right, Dr. Jenny, you have a good one. Thanks. All right. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer.